Hello and welcome to our Evo special best of five. I'm your host, Efren Salinas, and with me, as always, is Michael Donka Schiller, part of the Goof Troop. He was in the as Goofy always. movie. Yeah, I was. Yeah, check me out. You were playing Cheese Whiz, or what's the name of that one guy? Played by Polly Shore. I don't think it's Cheese Whiz. <laughs> but it? he eats Cheese Whiz in the movie, so we'll call him <laughs> Cheese Whiz. Anybody in the chat wants to let us know what that character's actual name is, that would be great. We are joined, as always, as well, by Steve, Ace King Offsuit Jurek, in his win pose. <laughs> he has won, and in reality, we have all won by being graced by his presence. We also have John Sex Toy Guerrero. I mean, Velociraptor Guerrero. He writes Not for eventhubs.com. Hey, dude. What's up, team? What were you saying? It's not a what? It's not a sex toy. Or it doesn't have to be. <laughs> it doesn't have to be. That's a good point. It's the best thing in the world. You can massage your back with it, like from any angle. It's got all these knobs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I have a backache, so I'm going to be doing it throughout the show, and you guys have to deal with it. Okay. That's uh, one thing you do with that. Yeah, it's pretty kinky. Um, we are completely missized. It doesn't matter. You get to see more of Mike in his uh, in his window. Guys, we have a lot to talk about. It's Evo this weekend. We're really excited. Uh, it's a great year to watch Evo from anywhere but Las Vegas because of a Devorah infestation. <laughs> John wrote about it on eventhubs.com, and I cracked up at his Devorah uh, art on the uh, header there. You should check that out. What the hell's going on? It's like some... Wait, wait, wait. I actually read about it um, or heard about it on the news. It's basically like the perfect conditions wherein it happens ever so often where there's just a fuck ton of grasshoppers born, and they're all flocking here because uh, of the bright light at the top of that one pyramid hotel. Reminds me like the 17-year cicadas or whatever. That happened while I was in high school. Yeah. It was crazy. So especially what's happening. So shout out to everybody who's going to be there and uh, take a gas mask, walk around with there a bunch of There have been like, some good memes. Some people have, have gained some clout off of this already. <laughs> you know, like for some people, like I have a friend who's like deathly afraid of even moths. And so, and these grasshoppers are like an inch and a half long each. And, like, they're going to be everywhere. Like, if you're there, there's no way they're not going to be, like, touching you and interacting. You're going to have to step on them as you move. And I feel like that's for, like, maybe, like, even, like, 3% of the population, like, a big deal. Like, I'm not fucking going there. Like, like me and tarantulas, not fucking going there. If there were tarantulas at Evo, nope, not doing it ever. But so I figured, like, this is a problem for a lot of people. And, like, we're kind of laughing at it, and it's kind of goofy. But, like, this is a problem. I, I mean, I don't know. I'd take them over the melee players. So it seems like a fair <laughs> trade to me. I mean, <laughs> what a jerk. Um, is it uh, all self-contained within one hotel? I remember the, the year that I went. All the grasshoppers back. in one hotel. No, 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 no. What I mean is, uh, is Evo contained within one hotel? Like, do you have to go outside to make it to the venue no. if you're staying at the hotel? It's all, it's all in the Mandalay Bay. And, and everything. You get, most stuff in Vegas is attached. Actually, like Mandalay Bay kind of might not be, but I think it is to the Luxor. You can get all over the place in there, um, and, and you can get all of your Evo needs uh, inside. So, yeah, you could, you could just tune from the airport, and that's it. That's neat. Um, so, shout out to everybody. Another very important piece of news. Shout out to Trevzor. Sorry, guys. My, uh, the studio is breaking down. I can't plug in, so I can't play the gifts. But just imagine a dog clapping that looks like he's dressed like a judge. <laughs> Thank you, Trevzor. Appreciate that. That's 14 months subbed from Trevzor. Um, the other bit of news before we get to any kind of recaps is Steve is the only guy kind enough to drink a beer with me. Salud. Thank you, Steve. Salud. Um, Ed Boone 
has finally announced when actually he didn't say that he's dropping but quote Ed Boon's tweet fingers crossed on Thursday we should be sending the wolf that to me means the DLC is dropping does anybody else dispute that it might just be him setting up the announcement for Evo I mean I suppose you're right because are, are they flying like is Ed Boon going does he usually go to Evo he's almost always there yes yeah so he might be you know getting on a plane on Thursday with a final. That's silly. I think we're getting... I'm just kidding. It's not silly. But I think it's wrong. And I, I think it's like we're just going to get um, Nightwolf like, reveal uh, and then at Evo something bigger. Like maybe they show both Sindel and Spawn or one of the new characters that we haven't seen at all before or both of them. But I think that Mortal Kombat and NRS, they, they know. They want to knock people's socks off on the Evo stage. It's a big deal. And it's we'll talk about it later, I'm sure. But it's a bigger deal to have reveals there than it ever has been before okay so i will make a note to come back to the mortal kombat stiff in the meantime mm-hmm. steve what's you... our blog rad i guess we shouldn't spoil it you i'm not telling any of you guys it's at the very end of the show i have curated the block grab okay. it's a special block grab from my heart to the fans okay of the show i think there are some all right here's for the recap steve okay well we're in the build for evo uh, on the Pro Tour side of things, it wasn't a very busy week. We did have an invitational for both Soul Calibur and Tekken. Uh, that was WSOE7. On the Soul Calibur side of things, you had Skill take the take the win representing France uh, and picking up some big momentum heading into Evo. Uh, there was a little bit of... I don't want to say controversy, but a little bit of issue with the Soul Calibur side of things. Uh, this was WSOE's first real presentation uh, of an FGC game. Uh, they did not, They held several matches off-street. Um, for both games, they did the opening round uh, to determine who was winners, who was losers off-street on Friday. And then Saturday came around. Uh, some of the losers matches took place off stream while they were doing other things on stream. Uh, there was a lot of blowback from from SoulCal fans. They did fix it for Tekken, but unfortunately, there, there's still that narrative now that Soul Calibur is the forgotten stepchild. You know, the the odd one out when it comes to the Bamco game. So it's unfortunate, but hopefully, uh, they get another uh, chance at that spotlight very soon. Seems like they could really use a charismatic Evo reveal, couldn't they? I I don't know what it is. It it just feels like, you know, fairly or unfairly, there's just so many coincidences where Soul Calibur is the only of the three Bamco games where it doesn't have a Pro Tour. You know, its top eights don't get as much promotion as DBFZ or Tekken's do. So they need something out. Sorry, Steve. Steve. You're right. Steve, are you okay? Um, I I just got hit by reality. Smooth criminal. <laughs> you got that shoulderitis. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but uh, I think that's my cue to talk about Tekken. Uh, <laughs> there was also an eight-person Tekken tournament at that event. Knee got the win over Anakin. Who had himself Oops. a nice what the hell? <laughs> Why would you do that, Lon? Uh, sorry. Gotcha. <laughs> sorry. That was straight up. Wow. Okay. Uh, 
Anakin had himself a nice run, got wins over both Jimmy J and JDCR on his way to Grand Final. Um, but Nee is the man who takes it. Did Nee have the high ground? Uh, or... What was that? Did Nee have the high ground? Is that why he beat Anakin? Ilan <laughs> with the big deep sigh. That joke is never going to get old. Uh, Arzel Nash did end up tied for seventh. However, his first round match was a forfeit. Uh, he had some travel issues, so he missed that first day of competition. Uh, so, so he did this all through uh, the losers bracket. Uh, no, Arzel Nash went zero and two. Oh, one I of see. those he, he did. So he started right there, and, and okay, right. Uh, cool. And also, his knee is like the undisputed champ. When did that happen? Because I remember it being like the the Fox Brothers, the uh, JDCR and um, Saint, right? Yeah. And and but when did it when did it become neat? It depends like on what you mean, because he's been like the king of Tekken for a while now, and he was, I believe, the best tag two player. So I mean, he's been a a king of Tekken for a long time. But Steve could probably tell you more about for seven. Yeah, when did he take over for Tekken seven? Uh, it was basically last year, the first real year of the Tekken World Tour. He didn't travel as much. You know, he, he had strong placings. Uh, he had uh, very strong performances, especially compared to JDCR and Saint. But the difference was JDCR and Saint, under the Echo Fox banner, went everywhere. Needed. Yeah. And then, um, you know, last year, it was early when he just took the competition by the throat. Hey guys, with it, I know we didn't start to uh, do it again. I, I hate to just throw a random question without knowing if you guys know or not. I, I know I don't know, but uh, what the hell's going on with Echo Fox right now? I know that uh, Rick Fox has been like, actually, I saw a very wholesome tweet from his son saying, "Yo, just send my dad some positive vibes." And I thought that was very lovely. Um, hmm. Do we know what's going on with Echo Fox? Is he staying? Is he going? Or am I? Should I have told you guys that I wanted to know this before the show? I'm I'm not a hundred percent familiar with it. I do believe that the big issue right now is that they can't force out uh, the investor. They they don't have any sort of standing to do so. Oh, uh, according to Mega Meister in the chat, uh, apparently Riot Games kicked Echo Fox out of the. I didn't hear that. I heard that they were oh. selling their spot for oh. a fat wad of cash. Not that they got kicked out. Now, if if they were getting kicked out, they probably wouldn't be able to sell that spot. They could have yeah. been asked. To leave, yes. like a forced to and, That's and a very like, common thing in white collar, you know, sure. large organizations. Is you have to sell this right yeah. now. It's like a forced to resign type of situation. Yeah. Nice. Well, at least they're letting you know, you know, cash in their. Chips. Sounds very believable to me. Okay, so sorry for the interruption, Steve. You were okay. recapping the caps. Uh, yeah, let's kick it over to uh, the Capcom Pro Tour. They had two events this past weekend, both of them online tournaments. Over on the European side, the West European event was won by Infectious, who was just starting to put put some uh, big results together. Uh, gets the win over Mr. Crimson to get 200 very critical points heading into Evo. Um, excuse me. Uh, Shaquille is and uh, Bopulapo, uh, two players who don't necessarily get those big, big results, but you constantly see them in these European events, making top five, top eight. Uh, so it seems like one of these times, one of them is going to have a big breakthrough. It just hasn't happened quite yet. Um, and then kicking it over to Latin America, the South America region uh, saw Picaro 
get his name back in the winner's column. Uh, got swept in the winner's finals by Griffin Mask, but was able to bounce back with a couple of sweeps of his own to get 200 points. Uh, Robinho, pour one out for him. He made it all the way to loser semis. Um, and apparently a driver ran into a power um, power box near his home and forced a blackout in the in his area. And he was unable to, to do the rest of the tournament. Sucks. Sucks, bro. That guy was not meant to advance. The good Lord didn't want him to um, yes. get them points. Um, but, of course, this week is all about Evo. Um, and we've got a little bit of uh, breaking news with this. Uh, there you see the information for Evo. Uh, also, Toshinsai. Uh, the 3v3 Japanese tournament is having a qualifier on Thursday, the day before Evo. Uh, so definitely check that out. Uh, but if you look on the bottom, Anime Evo or Animevo, uh, part of the Arc Revo World Tour, not the DBFC World Tour. I, I, I get one typo. Um, but there you see the list of streams. Uh, it is subject to change. They are still finalizing that list, but you see uh, 13 different streams represented over the the uh, two days. Uh, Arc, Arc System Works will have the streams for uh, the uh, the Arc Revo qualifiers for BB or Exerd and BB Central Fiction. There's a lot to talk about. Obviously, we have a lot of uh, Evo-related topics. We're going to go through the brackets. We're going to break up the games and have our respective experts break it down. John will be surfing the internet on his phone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Talking with the chat. You know what, dude? Experience. I know. Also, I wish you would just quit the show sometimes, friend. <laughs> Ouch. Too soon. Too soon. You were saying? There's going to be panels. I'm really excited about the panels. Um, the panel should be interesting. There's some good topics. Um, Cross counter will be streaming those. Um, <laughs> John almost fell. <laughs> Anybody else want to talk about the panels? Or. <laughs> I'm excited for live drawing because I'm all about watching other people draw. That's my jam. Although when I probably watch it, it will actually end up being my jam, non-sarcastically. Yeah, that sounds cool. Are you going to milk the entire rest of the show? <laughs> what about oh the time God. that you like went the first 30 minutes without talking, John? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hey, um, there's a panel called Women in the FGC. Oh, my gosh. And some... Incel losers on the internet are like, why? Oh, gender and identity politics. Get out of my FGC. Uh. Shut up. My goodness. It's because of guys like you, there aren't more women in the FGC. Yes, we should be celebrating this because I don't want you all to remain virgins for the rest of your lives, okay? Just kidding. That's not the only reason why we want women in the FGC. But um, certainly we should be more welcoming and I don't understand what could possibly up your, be up your ass that you don't think this is a positive thing. Look, Go ahead, John. I have a direct response to them. 
it's like those that are asking, like, why is this significant? First of all, I totally get why they're doing it because the, it's it, it's a very politicized thing. The idea of women being equal with men, and because it's politicized and the way we're set up. A lot of people are kind of like you're supposed to be on your team and believe whatever your team says. So people that are on the team that feels like the left is going too far, yada, yada, they're going to be against any of this kind of stuff. It's not right, but that's why they're doing it. And it's it's silly. But as far as an answer to them as to like, why would we have this kind of a thing or why should we celebrate this? And why like because the argument is we should just talk about it as like women are just more players. It's not significant that they're women. And I think we'll get to a point where it more or less could be true that it's no longer significant that they're women because they're actually integrated and it is just a group of, of, of mixed of men and women pretty equally, you know? But that's not where we're at. And that's not where the FGC ever has been before. So the significance is that a change is happening. We're celebrating a change, that it is for the good. Uh, and and so, like, that's your answer to these people, like, that are that are upset about this kind of a thing. And I don't think you're going to get through to almost any of them with that answer, but that's what I think is the right answer. It is upsetting, and I'm, I remember it was one of the first tournaments that I traveled to. It wasn't too far of a travel. I went to Laredo, Texas with my buddy Jesse Must Be Hacks um, to – it was like Battle on the Border, Lone Star Battle. I don't know what that was called. It was a tournament in Laredo. And Mike Ross and Gutex were there. It was great. Um, this was like 2011 maybe. And Burn Your Bra was there. And that was back in the day. I don't know if you guys know, I used to do, I had a YouTube channel, I used to do interviews with players at tournaments, and I interviewed Burn Your Bra, and she was telling me, yeah, they call me the N-word, they call me a fucking black gorilla, they call me all this shit, because I beat them. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? How were you raised that you think this is appropriate on any level? Even to think that in your heart of hearts, you're a piece of shit. Um, And I think that a panel like Women in the FTC helps to normalize, hey, there's women here, Hey, we uh, support these women here, and we're not going to support assholes who say shit like that. Um, and I'm not trying to get on soapbox, but it is extremely disrespectful to be mad and then say they don't even place. Who gives a shit? It's, they're not only competitors; they're also team owners, like Team Equinox. They're also uh, tournament organizers. They're, I mean, there's a ton of shit that women are doing behind the scenes, or they just show up to the tournament too, like a lot most of the people who come up you know it's like yeah i think despite the fact that there are a ton of women doing extremely important things in the fgc and that can easily be found i think it's more important to realize what you're saying which is they can also just show up and be there yeah like anyone else yeah and i think you know like it's almost not even worth bringing up accolades because we shouldn't need to bring up accolades you're right it should just be fine that women are there and it should be fine that they're having a panel yeah yeah there, there are there are situations right now because this is such a, a hot time to like highlight uh, groups that have been like my, marginalized, you know, minority yeah, groups and such, and then come to the aid of those groups, right? Like that's a thing that sometimes gets blown out of proportion, and this could be one of those things. But this super isn't one of those things because there's actual purpose behind it. There's actual significance, and again, it's like what I said earlier. It's the change that we're seeing in the FGC towards something better that we didn't have before. We didn't have this like diversity and such. One other thing I want to say, like everybody in the FGC, well, the majority of the of the men that are here that are straight, it's like you want more women in the FGC. You want to date someone with similar interests as you that wants to go to like, like <laughs> majors like and stuff. 
you you want women and yet you feel like you should be doing nothing. <laughs> Mike's not feeling it. Mike's not feeling it. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's wonderful. That, that's that's not true. True. Uh, okay. I, I understand. I understand both sides. I understand both sides here. I do think it would be cool to. I mean, I love my wife, but she doesn't play fighting games. But it'd be cool if she did. You don't um, have to, but it's so it's it's wonderful when you can share that with somebody. It's how you become friends with a lot of people that you're friends with, you know? Let me just hold up another thing though, right? Like so Mike Begum, Broly Legs, is uh doing a panel. You're like, Oh, why is he doing a panel? He doesn't even place oh great, now I have to support all handicapped people. Uh, is that the correct term, handicap? Sure. Um like can you imagine people saying that? It's ridiculous. Just like if you just swap that uh, part of their identity, whether it's female or, you know, uh, paralyzed from the neck down, uh, it's just don't be fucking assholes, dude. Don't go to the panel. Don't support the panel then if you're going to I think it's shit. a pretty small minority of people who are pretty vocal. But I want to squash that this, shit whenever I yes, hear it. It's good that they aren't given space to talk. Okay. I, I think I, most I people are accepting of the panel, though. I think people who are accepting of the panel often aren't accepting enough of women actually being there, but. Hopefully they will be one day. I think this helps. On a personal note, um, Burn was someone who kind of took me under her wing as a fellow Ken player when I went to my first local. Um, and if we had more people like her in the community, it'd be a much better place. I don't know how active she is now, um, but I, I hope she's doing well. I know she's doing other things. It's been a while since I've things. seen her. She's and, from Texas. Yeah, uh, and, and, yeah. And, and just to put a finer point on it, she was she used to show up a lot. bopping Mike Ross – at this exhibition. She's legit. Yeah, She's dude. fucking legit. Not to talk shit about Mike Ross, right? But like, uh, bring your bro, like, or not to embarrass him by for the ex- for the sake of the example here. But um, yeah, bring your bras to shit, and we want more people like that. Okay, there's a lot more to talk about. Here we go. Yes. This uh, what tournament had the six Genjiros in top eight? So that was the SNK official Samurai Showdown. Where, where did this happen? In Japan. Japan, right? Yes, I know. I mean, like, uh, I feel like it I wasn't in your recap. You a pro- I couldn't give you a province. I couldn't <laughs> give you a, I'm not sure, reference. Um, what I mean is I didn't see it on your recap, or did I miss it? Uh, no. Uh, I wanted to save the discussion of this for this moment. Because we had uh, six Genjiros, as you said, in the top eight uh, placements, it was a single elimination tournament. Uh, so it was, uh, but here, here's the top eight: Genjiro, Genjiro, Yoshitora, Genjiro, Genjiro, Haomaru, Genjiro, Genjiro. And it can be noted that Haomaru and Genjiro play extremely similarly. Um, this is an interesting thing, right? And I have my jaded opinions on character balance, like anyone else. Um, I'll it's very get, early I'll in this more, game. I'll get more into this tournament when we talk about Evo. Um, because you'll be doing the yeah. Because I mean, this is the basically the biggest tournament we have to go off of, right? For Evo. So in a lot of ways, and it's a single elimination, so it doesn't mean you know everything. But Gendro is the best character in the game. I felt that way the second I touched it. I literally remember it like it was yesterday. I've been playing Earthquake because he's a Texas ninja. And I played versus Kenneth, who is an anime fighting game legend from, from Austin, Texas. And I had played for hours. He had played for zero minutes. And he picked Gendro and he whooped my ass. And then I picked Gendro and I whooped his ass. And I was like, this isn't just 
because we're new. This character is eons above everyone else. And I think it's true. And I think weeks ago on the show, I called out that Evo might have a two-character top eight. And we've finally seen something. I mean, six of the same character in a top eight in an actual national tournament is pretty rare. We're at the point where SF5 is usually six to eight unique characters in top eight. Usually. And I would say often eight. And I would say Tekken is usually six to eight, you know, something like that. Most games you, are you, usually you'll see like ten or eleven. Yeah, and usually it's even more because they're picking other characters. It hasn't always been that way. And High Fight had a tweet, and there are a lot of old games that aren't nearly as balanced. And if you look at, you know, say a CVS two tournament, or if you look at a Marvel vs. Capcom two tournament, despite the fact that those games have eighty characters or whatever, they usually boil down. I don't think having six of the same character in the top eight is necessarily a bad thing. I think in this case, it looks a little ugly. We'll talk more about it. We but... will talk more about it, but also, like, we're already in the thick of it. Um, John, you wrote an article about this, right? About Ginjuro? Well, so granted, you, you, you will talk about what we expect to see at right. Evo and who's there mm-hmm. and all that shit. He's but, the best, um, though, and this is not like – this could happen again at Evo. I don't but, think it will, but it could be close. But, John, you wrote an article about it on eventhubs.com through the lens of this makes me worried about the longevity of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to expand on that? I don't want you to give it all away because we should, you know, um, go to oh, the yeah, yeah. and no, give you can, clicks. You can go get more details in the story itself. But basically it, it stemmed from what we've been talking about here on the show and actually something that Steve kind of brought up in our little private best of five chat saying, you know, like this, this isn't, uh, was it high fight um, that posted the results and all of the reactions were, oh, my gosh, or oh, my Genjiro, because there were you know, six of them, right? And the idea is that uh, this is not the best esports look for a game that already isn't all that esports because it's slower paced and such. The visuals are great, and that's cool, and I think a lot of the animations are good. But the idea or the theory is that you know, slow games that don't have a lot of flash and fireworks and all that such, um, um, I guess more rapidly, uh, they, they're not going to be something that's watchable by general audiences. Now, people that are you know really good at the games and know the intricacies can appreciate the spacing and, and the, the timings and such, but everybody else wants their you know flash right now. And so it's already got that going against it. If we end up with a top eight at Evo that's all Genjiro's and then therefore mirror matches and such, that's uh, another kind of nail in the coffin as far as is this going to be esports marketable, which kind of is a thing that you need to sort of be here in 2019, I think for at least what Sam Show is hoping to accomplish. And so um, if it happens again, it, it sucks because like you guys said, it's early. Like it might change in, in two weeks time from this last tournament, right? Where, where Evo's at, because people are still discovering a lot of things about the game. But if it doesn't, um, it's a bad look. And even if it, if it changes later on, but it has a bad showing at Evo, well, that's what everyone's going to remember. That's when it's on the grand stage. So it's somewhat unfortunate that it's this early where it's like it's been long enough that we can have it in a tournament. People, are, people know the game, but it's still so early that you probably don't really know the game as it's going to, to more so settle, right? And, uh, and if, it's, if it's got a bad look during this time, it's going to mean everything. And it, it might mean the end of the game if people don't receive it well. And that would be very unfortunate because it sounds like people are having a ton of fun with it. Yeah. And it's not even just about being esports. It's about this. Evo is the brightest. It, it's basically your time in the spotlight. This is the one time of the year where pretty much every fighting game fan is going to be on you. 
their eyes are going to be on you. Um, this is my ventriloquism act, by the way. See how I'm talking through John? Yeah, it's 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 funny. <laughs> See, I'm waving. I'm drinking a glass of water. Um, <laughs> how long until Alon gets back from the bathroom or whatever? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. Sorry, guys. Um, we've been dealing with something here uh, internally. Sorry. Um, oh, we're right. listening. Uh, but it's if if this is a bad showing, I worry about the momentum of this game because this is you only get one chance to make a first impression. And for this game, for a lot of people, this is going to be the first impression. They're not a lot of fans aren't necessarily checking out the Japanese SNK tournaments. They're, they might not be watching, you know, some of these other uh, events in the build up to Evo. This is going to be it. And if their first taste is six, seven of the same character, I don't think it's going to be a good look. I, I, I don't think people is there, people are going to stick with the game I never even long really, enough for another patch. I, don't, I never even really know At where least to some people. find least this people information. But does anybody know how well the game is selling? I'm not sure yet. I haven't, I haven't seen Where that do people find that? I feel like it's proprietary information. You there have are to like pay to VG get it. charts. Like we'll post aggregated data i mean if we can find a stock owner i'm pretty sure they okay i'll hit up a stock owner people get them from yeah people get them from stuff like that i mean they get they get posted usually somewhere um okay i'm really tempted to just read this chat here but i'm not gonna don't read it because <laughs> we have an angry um, person <laughs> hitting us up and it's hilarious i'm dying over here wait that's what that's what you guys are looking at yes uh we banned somebody and they're blowing us up and it's hilarious okay moving on um, yeah, I'll say the game. Okay, the game lends itself, I think, to having the same character picked a lot because it is so absurdly easy to learn a character in that game that when you say, "Wow, if I lost a Genjiro and he's that good, I should play him," it's like an hour process, maybe. Whereas in Street Fighter, for all the times I've decided I should play Karen, it'll take me a little bit longer. And then in Street Fighter Four, you know, learning Evil Ryu is uh, much longer than that, and et cetera, et cetera, and every game kind of has that. Whereas in Samurai Showdown, it is pretty easy to learn Gendro. Hey, Donka, we have a question here in the chat for you. Which games is Donka commentating? That's a good question because it's not just one. I am commentating the jump off. So I will be doing the four-man or woman panel that is going on on its own stream for most of the time. So I will be doing the jump off. I think I'm doing three blocks of the jump off. How long is each um, block? That's what I wanted to commentate. That's what I'm commentating, and I'm excited about it. You know what I think is cool about that is, like, um, and I'm talking to you right now as, like, a guy that loves loves it when you're on stream commentating, but also, like, wants to see you grow in your craft because I think you're really good at it, that, like, everybody who knows you knows you already, but the jump off is like, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll post a link on Kotaku. Hey, it's Evo, right? The biggest <laughs> tournament of the year. And all the new fans will run into you. I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll you be know, great. Um, as, you know what else is cool? What's cool? Uh, Danka, you just got gifted a sub. Hey, uh, Dive I missed Dive I Thank you, hey, Dive for calling me out live on air. Appreciate that. <laughs> missed you, bud. But yeah, yeah so the jump off will be good. You'll see me. I'll talk about every game. It jumps from one game to another. So sometimes you'll watch 30 seconds of a MK11 match and then three minutes of a Street Fighter match, et cetera, et cetera. Um, 
I, I would have loved to have commentated Street Fighter as well. Capcom kind of has their own guys for that at this point, and they do a good job, so I'm not, sure. I'm not offended by it. And, yeah. You know, it'll um, work out. you got to know somebody over there. Okay, so... Oh, could you, could you describe <laughs> what uh, the jump-off is for people oh. who aren't familiar? Yeah, okay, I'll do it a little more. Um, so, as I said, the jump-off is on its own stream. It's four people at once. And it's commentating a variable potpourri of games. Do you know who's on your... Sorry, I'm just processing potpourri. Um, do you know who's on the blocks with you? I could check. I know one of them is like me and Giuna and I think D1. That's awesome. And some other people. So it's usually like people from different segments of the FGC. I think Vicious. And so that when... Say Smash comes on, D1 D1's or... an expert on it, and he'll talk about it, but us Smash noobs can ask questions about it. That's when great. It's Street Fighter, the Street Fighter people can talk about it. And it goes fast, and it watches, and honestly, even as someone who you know is at Evo every year and knows a decent amount about the FGC, it's one of my favorite ways to watch the games because it keeps it fresh because you're constantly watching something different. Obviously, when you know... The best Street Fighter matches are on. The Street Fighter streams probably, and that's what you want to watch. The Street Fighter stream is a place to go. But if you're bored, I think the jump off is usually fun. Um, Shouts to Die by Sword. He says that the reason why he hasn't been on here so much is because he's recovering from surgery. I hope you're doing oh, well. Oh, man. I hope you're doing okay, man. And, uh, yeah. Our uh, thoughts are with you, pal. Okay. Moving on. There's some topics here that are interesting, but I'm not sure if we have the time to talk about them because there's so much evil going on. Um, there was a Smash, not really a, uh, what do they call those? Directs, Nintendo Directs, but uh, they revealed uh, the hero. <laughs> oh, did you? Okay, so this was funny. I can talk about this a little bit. Um, okay. So they revealed the hero. This is the biggest shit show of a character ever, and I love it. He what, is what, what, insane. Why? Went, Sakurai literally is the biggest troll on the planet. <laughs> why? So his Smash attacks randomly critical hit. So randomly they feel <laughs> like a joke. So like every Smash player, and this is like the first thing they say is like Sakurai is like, yeah, by the way, like half the time Smash attacks kill you. <laughs> and so Smash players were already like red in the face, super angry. And he's like, oh yeah, when you press down B, you can get one of a hundred random special moves. Some of them kill you and some of them kill them. Um, <laughs> so it's just like everything about this character is so fucked up hey, and I freeze. love it. He's insane. They're already calling to ban this character and it hasn't even come out. Like there are petitions there and some of it's in jest. And he comes out today, doesn't he? Yes. Some yeah. of it's in jest, some of it's not. Uh, they're going nuts. So now, he, he won't be at Evo? No, no he won't be at Evo. No, definitely not at Evo. This is something that Smash players have dealt with in small doses before. Peach randomly pulls out turnips like 80% of the time or something like that. They're a regular turnip. Luigi randomly. Sometimes they're like a slightly stronger turnip. Sometimes it's a bomb. Yeah. And it kills you and it fucks you up, yeah. you know? And they've been mad about that forever. <laughs> with Luigi, sometimes he misfires, but usually it hasn't been a big enough deal or common enough that they've made a real stink about it. You know, Game & Watch can sometimes nine you, but Game & Watch usually sucks, and even when he's good, you don't do that move. Right. This could be the tipping point where something's good and RNG, or common and good and RNG, and we'll see how they deal with it. Fighting games have had RNG as an aspect of characters for a long time. It's basically an Arxis archetype at this point. Teddy and Faust and other various characters throw out random items. And it's random, yeah. And sometimes, yeah, if you could get meteors with Faust every time, Faust would be in his own tier, completely broken. But there is skill involved in both players reacting to the RNG. And I think if you balance it well enough, it's interesting and it, it makes for a fun character. So we'll see how it's it works. It's almost a shame that he's not Evo viable. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to see him, but I mean, Smash Smash Ultimate has many years of competition left to go, and sure. we'll see plenty of hero, I'm sure. Hey, we actually missed a uh, sub from Beats by Noel Brown. Oh yeah, earlier. Teddy did have an order. Sorry. Yeah. So shouts to Beats by Noel. But Brown. Faust does not. I can promise you that. Okay, um, so that was that. The character comes out. Um, you know, I, I'm actually after having seen this not Nintendo Direct, I'm more hype about it. About the character, he looks cool. Been. Yeah, I think that uh, it's fun. Like you press down B and you get a choice of like random spells, and it feels like a game, and the flavor's there. And they'll it it'll be fine. I, if this character is completely broken, then so be it. To me, they'll patch it. Okay. I don't think they're gonna play him. Who's gonna play him if it can kill you? You know, like no um, Japanese players, because I, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, hearing I guess well, watching Street the Nintendo, the Nintendo Direct are used to this RNG stuff already. Sorry. Well, you know, I was watching the Nintendo Direct with Sakurai at it, and it was hilarious because he's like, you know, what do you say? We have a really small budget for this, and everybody kind of laughs. Um, they talk about the importance of this franchise, not only to RPGs in general, but to the Japanese culture, right? Or in the Japanese gaming society. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there's plenty of people who are going to be using this character, and he looks great. <clears throat> okay. Um, we have a couple of topics here before we get knee-deep into our Evo coverage. There is the Mortal Kombat reveal. I want to talk about it before the Street Fighter V League voting ends or does it debacle. Um, I brought it up at the top of the show, Nightwolf. You guys are saying it's going to be a trailer, but he says, fingers crossed we're going to bring the wolf, which is a reference to Pulp Fiction, uh, but obviously to Nightwolf being dropped on Thursday. If it was just a reveal or just a trailer or just X, Y, or Z, they wouldn't do it on a Thursday before Evo. They would do it at Top 8 or before, or after Top 8 or whatever the hell. So what do you guys think? If they drop Nightwolf or reveal his trailer on Thursday, will there be another trailer or something else? Maybe, you know, the speculated uh, Terminator or Ash Williams from The Evil Dead Please. or Spawn gameplay. There was, a, there was an interview from Comic-Con with uh, Tom McFarlane, the creator of Spawn, who he didn't reveal anything other than to say, man, these guys are huge Spawn fans, and they're even reminding me of like specific things that are so cool, and that fans of Spawn are going to be very happy. So what do you guys think? I think if you're NRS, then you they've shown that they have their finger on the community pulse pretty well with this stuff. They know what people want. They know how to tease appropriately, go a little bit too far, and then give them what they want. And I think that the uh, – yeah, you pretty much laid it out. I think we're going to get some – like a trailer for Nightwolf where we actually see him. Uh, and then after – or the Evo reveal will be something big and, and knock your socks off. Because like I was saying, the reveals this year, especially because of Street Fighter and Capcom's situation and how much uh, there's an expectation now, that's kind of bled over into other games too. Last year you had Tekken knock everybody's socks off with a Negan reveal that like opened up a whole new – potential with dlc you know guest characters right and um and and just the way that games have evolved it's this constant you know dlc uh uh you know wheel and you get new stuff all the time and there's an expectation for it and like they didn't really do anything at e3 right so you feel like well that's another sign pointing to everyone's holding on to something for evo so anyways uh, I feel like NRS has been really good about this I think this is a big stage where you want to put something big if they release a Nightwolf trailer then they still have, you know, whatever, Sindel and then maybe somebody else. Uh, but maybe just Sindel. Maybe it's Nightwolf and then Sindel. Because even just releasing something that in, in that close of proximity proximity to another big reveal is going to give it an extra weight, too. Because you gave us two things really close together. 
So I, I think they're going to do something to wow us. I don't. I couldn't really tell you the specifics, but like maybe another character or two, um, just to to make it that much more. Let, cool, let, let, you know. For yeah. Evo. So we're creeping into uh, shit that we think might happen at uh, Evo before we get into all of our uh, discussions about the tournament mm-hmm. itself. Let's just Street Fighter. What's Capcom bringing to uh, Evo? John, let's start with you, pal. Dude, I, I, I've lost a lot of hope. Um, actually, Maximilian did a video on this today, and uh, he was saying that he's pretty. He, he's essentially he's doubtful that whatever it is that Capcom comes out with, that it will appease the fans at this point because they've dug themselves such a hole. And um, you know, I, I feel this way. I, I didn't realize that this might be representative of the of the larger community, but it feels like I guess people are starting to feel apathetic towards the game. And they're kind of losing their, their... Anyways, it's not a great situation. And they need something huge. It needs to be something like Super. And and, and that's all kind of fake. Like, like it's, a, it's a bed that Capcom has made because of the way they set up expectations. And we've talked about that before. Um, but because they've basically made these expectations and then they've been dark this entire year so far yeah. since December, uh-huh. uh, people are wanting them to basically restore faith in, in well, you know, in the people, and uh, it's going to take a lot. It's like you can't even you can't even exactly say what it would be. What would that even look like? Is it new mechanics? Is it is a change in Street Fighter Five? Is it is it Street Fighter Six because people don't want to do Five anymore? Like we don't even know technically what we want. Maybe a couple of new characters that people think are really hyped, but even then, it's like characters kind of. I don't know. They, they don't so, have such widespread. So in four, sometimes. they added more ultra, right? Critical arts, or you want to call them. They added yeah. the red focus. Um, it, it just needs to be a combination of enough things that the majority of the people feel like Capcom met expectations. But it's going to be an emotional thing. We can't really quantify it. It's not like we we want this specific thing. It's all there's a million things we're talking about with what this reveal could be. Steve. So, yeah. Yeah, Steve. What do you think, man? I think no matter what it's going to be, it's going to disappoint a lot of people because expectations right now are so high, unrealistically high in my my opinion, mm-hmm. simply because this is eight months. You know, they said back in December that they were doing things differently and we're still waiting to figure out how exactly they're doing things differently this season. Everyone's going to assume that they're building up to something massive. Uh, if not Super Street Fighter Five with 200 new mechanics, then Street Fighter Six, and I don't think it's going to be either of those things. I think it you might see a new version of the game that is sort of uh, not wholesale changes, but sort of add-ons and tweaks. Maybe one new mechanic. Um, I just don't think it's going to be the game changer that a lot of people assume it's going to be. It's. I, I. I feel like it's got to be more than than just characters. If it's just characters, I. I would love to be in the room uh, to witness that reaction. If it I feel was like just, just characters, like two would characters. be hype. If they if they dropped like, hey, by the way, five but, new characters but, right now, I'd be like, fuck yeah, dude, that's cool. Five yeah, characters, five. even four that's characters, four characters, four new characters. But that would be the, that would be the same number of characters as we would have gotten had they continued their release pace from every day that goes by the expectations get up a little bit more at least until right after evo and they'll be like well yeah no that's when it's all going to come to it okay 
guys, uh, we won't know, right? We can speculate all day, but well, we have to hurry up and wait. I'll say I think the best case scenario for a super is they do some sort of MKXL type. There's a netcode upgrade, and by the way, here's a couple new characters deal, where even for the people who don't like SF5, I think if they do something as meta as you know updating the netcode, it gives people hope for the future. Um, you know, I'm all in on the fighting game should be free to play on PC um, train, and I've said that a million times. Um, I don't think we're going to get that uh, this weekend, but it could really be anything. Nothing's really been leaked. They haven't done anything in so long. Um, I do think it should be more than characters, but I think if it was a couple characters, a chundle, and some other stuff, it would go all right. Guys, hit me with some some BOV Hawks in the chat, please. I'm disappointed. It's gonna be a port if they announced the Hawk, would you would you be hype at this point? I didn't mean to put those blocks. Damn it! I would be hype <laughs> as fuck. Are you kidding me? If they put T Hawk in the game, oops. It's incredible that people like you exist, and I kind of <laughs> respect it. Are you kidding? I'd be so hyped. You would just be like, okay, all of a sudden I'm playing this game. You and Koji yes. Kog. Yeah, I, I would definitely start playing this game. What if you had a gun? Mm, I would actually deserve respect for it. Um, no, I just want to like just woof, 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 grab dudes and just it's fun. That being Someone said, as that. people are mentioning in the chat. SF5 competitively is doing pretty well this season. Sure, sure, the, sure. It's been interesting to watch. People like it. Street Fighter League has has been success on a level I think people didn't expect it to be. Um, with Street Fighter League 2 voting being Excuse a me for game. just one second. That was quick. Um, so, but yeah, I, I, think, I think this year has been good comparatively. Especially considering the fact that they haven't revealed anything the whole year. This is my mic. I think they've managed to pull off a year's worth of stuff. Okay, let's. We're talking about Street Fighter V, and we need to get to Evil soon. Let's talk about Street Fighter V League, which had its ups and downs. Oh, hey, Steve. Welcome back. Muted. You're muted. You're muted. We can't hear you, Steve. There was a mayoral candidate at my door. I apologize. Oh, okay. Did you tell him the fucking kick rocks? I don't no, vote. Um, I will check out their platform later. Okay. Uh, we're talking about Street Fighter Five League voting ends or does it? Somebody please recap me on what happened that they closed the voting an hour early, yada, yada, yada. What, 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 what went down there? Oh, can okay. I, can it, I talk it, on this it, one? Elon wants to do it. Elon wants to do Go it. Yeah, I was, I was awake. I was watching uh, Tommy Two-Step uh, stream at like 2 o'clock in the morning uh, waiting for it to end. And then all of a sudden, at 2 o'clock in the morning, Texas time, which is not at midnight PS, or PDT because it's daylight savings, yeah. uh, the, close, or the voting just closed like an hour early. And everybody was very confused. Uh, a couple of people were understandably very upset, uh, one being uh, Arturo, Arturo uh, who was in sixth, and Amezi, who was in fifth. Uh, and apparently the cutoff was top four were going to make it into the show. But it was close, too. Very yeah. Close. yeah, it was and really it was, close. It was like hundreds of votes, if not less. No, I think uh, it was less. I think it was like tens of votes. Yeah. yeah. And no, 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 it was like it was like 160, oh, okay. I think. I don't know. But at one yeah. point, I feel like you're right. It was like There were points where Amezi jumped like... up into the top four multiple times because he's also known on, on Event Hubs as Sykes, this like, Behemoth defender of SF five all the time. It's hilarious, um, but he has a YouTube channel with 1.3 million followers. It's more than Maximilian. 
Yeah, he and, was putting out videos. Yep, and uh, he yeah, yeah. he had a plan to release a video for the last hour of voting to get a last push, and uh, yeah, but uh, so <laughs> uh, it certainly, almost, almost certainly would have given him the push to get in there. Yeah, and the thing is, like, it's unfortunate, uh, and uh, I do feel very bad for uh, Mamadal, who I think she's a community manager, or I think uh, she yeah. is, yeah. But this was not her job no, to no, 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 no. step yeah. in on this. No, she. Uh, Alex Myers saw it, mentioned it to her, and she got out of bed and began like trying to contact people over at yeah. Smash GG uh, yeah. to see what they could do. But unfortunately, they had to wait until the next day because the engineers weren't there and they couldn't do anything on the front end. To so then it. what was the resolution? The resolution was that the voting that uh, – the, the hour early voting ended and that's the result. And they apologized profusely, and it was one of those things where both decisions were going to be bad, and they sat in a room probably all day trying to figure out which one was going to be less. I bad. think Th- they this... had three options. It was either re- it was either accept the result as is, which sucks for the guys who were outside the top four, uh, run it for an hour, which would have opened up some chaos because when do you open it? What hour do you open it up for? Or open it up for 24 hours, which is unfair because a lot of people were planning their campaigns for, you know, one specific day. And now it's a random extra day on top of that. There was no real good solution uh, out there outside of investing in a DeLorean. It sucks. (laughs) It could have been – if it had been – if it had closed for 30 minutes and they reopened it, I think that would have been fine. But by the time it was the next day, it was too late. I think this was the only solution. is this accurate? The winner or the people that got accepted are Sherry, Guilty, Tommy Two Step, and Automatic. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Tommy from Austin, Texas. Tommy from Austin, Texas. So shout outs. It's not the first time we've had a Texas boy or two make it in. Um, I'm actually most excited uh, for Automatic because I want to see Sagat, but they're probably going to ban Sagat when he's playing. Mm, probably not. Okay, I hope not. They'll probably ban his teammates. But, uh, <laughs> good point. So, I just can't wait to see some Sagat. Yeah. As Steve was mentioning, we do have their official statement. Uh, Let's hear it. And see. (laughs) Who wants to read it? I'll do it. Unfortunately, due to technical issues, our Street Fighter League Season 2 community voting ended one hour earlier than scheduled. We apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused and are taking steps to make sure it doesn't happen in the future. We are excited about the four players that were selected and looking forward to a great competitive second season for the Street Fighter League. The thing is, this wasn't a... If this had been the way that the summit does it, it might have been a different issue where you pay a jillion dollars and you plan your vote bombs and it's all about the money. That would have sucked a lot harder. In this case, it was basically votes were coming in pretty organically over time. People weren't really planning vote bombs as much because you needed to constantly be getting votes from people at all time because it's more of a popularity contest than it was a payment contest or anything like that. So – I do think it sucks, and I think, you know, Zykes and Mezzi, whatever you went, got screwed more than anyone else. I think he did have a real chance to make it in at the end, but this was the only thing they could do, and they were ahead, and these were basically the four people who had been in the lead for a very, very long time. So I respect the decision to, to hold them as the four. Who do we uh, – well, I, I think I'd rather caution people not to take their pitchforks out too quickly um, we don't know exactly if it's like, you know, Smash GG's fault or Capcom's fault and whatnot. And I, it's kind of goofy. Michael Martin was sleeping at the time, so he didn't get the message. And, and then he said as much on a Twitter the following day. But like, uh, I, I feel like 
it's just unfortunate. And as long as it doesn't happen again, it's like this is kind yeah, of forgivable. I, yeah. It wasn't so, a huge maybe, deal to me. <laughs> I'm probably a little biased because my boy got in. But, yeah. Okay, guys. Let's – we've got 30 minutes left in the show and we have a lot to get through. Um, okay. Most importantly is – Those are good picks for people to get in. Definitely. And I'm excited to see it. Um, okay. So – we're we are going to talk about the individual games. We usually do a bracket preview, but today we're going to be a little more loose. We're going to mention the name of the game, and we have respective experts on the panel here that will talk about it however they choose. So let's start with Sam Show. All right. So Sam Show is at Evo. Sam Show has not had a real international tournament. We've had Europeans and Asians face off to some degree. But for the most part, it's been, you know, Japanese playing Japanese, Americans playing Americans, Europeans playing Europeans. And this will be the first time we get to see on a real large scale intercontinental battle in yes. Samurai Showdown. And not only that, but really just high-level play on a big stage. The SNK official tournament was single elimination, you know, this weekend. Um, it's going to be a big deal for the game. People have been talking about the Gendro thing. Um, I care more about good gameplay than characters, but it is a worry. Um, looking over the results, the people who have won big tournaments so far have been, you know, small but varied. In Korea, we've had Infiltration doing very well. In Japan, Ponpi with Gon- Genjiro won the SNK official tournament. Kazunoko won the tournament before that. And K2, an Ukiyo cosplayer, managed to win a smaller local with Ukiyo looking very, very strong. So those are all guys to watch out for. Um, one thing to note with Samurai Showdown is that it's attracted a lot of really, really good players from a variety of games. And I think in part is because it's an old school game and because it's pretty easy to play. So like just in the SNK official tournament top eight, you had uh, Pugera, who was a top Ibuki player in SF4. You had Sinaru, who was like at one point the best Unio player. You had Kazunoko, who was a multi-fighting game legend. Legend. Obviously, in, in the U.S., Chris G. beat Justin Wong, who won Combo Breaker before that. So, or not Combo Breaker, sorry, CEO before that. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of these multi-game players and a lot of players from the top of different games doing very, very well. Um, I know that Nuki was playing before that and doing well. So That's old, as old school yeah, as you as can get. Yeah, as old school as you can get. So... I think this is wide open. I think the favors are the top Gendro players. I won't lie to you. Um, things to watch out for character-wise are the characters that have been most popular at high level are Gendro, Haomaru, Charlotte, Tam Tam. Um, I've heard of Galford doing well. Um, yeah, I mean, those are, those are generally the best characters. Yoshitora. So those are the characters to watch out for. The bad characters have really not done anything so far, but Evo might be the, ser- the, the situation where we see them come out. Yeah. I think it's a game where a lot of people are still early on and copying each other, and maybe we'll see, you know, a... God, I can barely even remember the, lo- the lower tier characters' names because they're so uncommon. Do you but maybe we'll see them come out. <laughs> do you see Justin Wong in top eight? I do see Justin Wong in top eight. I see Justin Wong as being completely invincible to anyone who is not at a very, very high level in the game. The way he plays is so patient and collected. I think that no one will ever random him out, which I think this is a game where it's very easy to be randomed out. Okay. So I think he's going to get a very good seed. Uh, he already has. And I think he will make it very far. I don't think he'll win, though. 
Chat and panel. Any questions for Mike about Sam Show? Um, and then, yeah, so I, Chris G has probably been the guy to beat in the U.S. if he beat Justin Wong, and Justin Wong won CEO. Chris G seems like he'll make it very far. One complaint I saw, and it's it's hard to remedy really, is that Americans got seated and a lot of Asian players did yeah. not to some degree. That's what Justin was saying that's, on our show last week. That's hard to deal with. Um, there haven't been enough tournaments to really seed people. Um, we'll see how it goes. I hope they don't have to play each other at least. I think – this early on in the game, regional seeding is much more important <laughs> than, than skill seeding is anyway. Question so. here. Donko, what games did you enter, and if it's one of those, Sam Show? I entered Sam Show, I entered MK11, and I entered Smash. <laughs> you entered MK11? I was playing a lot of MK11 when it came out. Are you going to play played, your collector? I haven't played in a while. Um, I'll probably play Baraka. Okay. I'm going to make it out of my pool. Watch me. Okay. Uh, is that everything you have to say about Sam Show for now? I mean, we don't that have a That would of time. be the major things. I would say, please... Even if you didn't watch the rest of the tournament, even if there's five Gendras in top eight, the game is fun to watch. It's silly. It's crazy. Rounds end in a second. You don't have to watch every Gendro mirror, but at least give one of them a try. Hopefully that won't be what it comes down to, but it's not a boring matchup. It really isn't. You go, you go nuts in that game, and everything turns in a second. It's a highlight real game. Okay. John, are you ready? Let's... Get to what used to be the the game amongst games, Street Fighter Five. Uh, what is there to say? Like everybody's gonna be Addy Evo, except for me. Um, but like it's it's the talk that we've already sort of been having. Sure. Uh, just kind of like the the community, even on the show, right? It's like, well, who do you think is gonna win? Um, if you have to pick somebody, the person with the most wins and with by far still the most points, of course, is Punk. But he's shown that he's immortal at not the greatest time. And he's done that before, too. Two years ago, was it two years, I think? Mm-hmm. He uh, he wound up, he was super hot, untouchable. I think he won even more premier events in a row than he did this year. And then he made it to Evo, and that ended up getting second to Tokido. And, um, and then kind of didn't disappear by any means, but kind of went into a slump compared to that until recently. So Punk's still kind of the champ right now. Um, but only on paper because of how far ahead of everybody else he went. He hasn't been winning as much or as dominantly most recently. Uh, instead, it's kind of been Bonchan that's been blossoming at the exact right moment, and he's been doing it also with Karen uh, and with a little bit of Sagat sprinkled in for some hype every once in a while, right? Um, so, so maybe you know he's a favorite. But then on any given Sunday, there's a Fujimura potential. Uh, Daigo's been doing all right. I get, you kind of have to bring up Daigo even though he's he's not you know, doing amazing, but he's settling into his hitbox and he's out. He's in the top 10 of the CPT right now. You've got your reigning champion problem X. It's like, well, you have to be talking about sure. him. Uh, and, and the list goes on. I mean, I'm not even getting to Tokido yet. And then you got people like Momochi who wouldn't be a surprise if he won Evo. Maybe he's not the favorite right now. Um, and a million other guys like that from all over the world. Uh, and we have the, um, the, uh, the central and South America, uh, FGC, I'm sure, coming up, and like there will be a presence from people like Mena RD, the Capcom Cup champion from Kaba. a couple of years ago, Kaba. Uh, and it's like it, it, the predictions is like, well, I guess I'll go with maybe Bonchan, but it could be a bad day for Bonchan, maybe Punk, but it's very, very hard to tell right now. And it's interesting because if you asked about two months ago, it would have been Punk and we would have been talking about who's going to get second place, but it's very much not the conversation anymore. All right. Um... Again, even if we move on to another game, if you have questions about what uh, Mike or John have said, by all means, and we'll address them. 
Let's move on to probably the least popular, I'm going to say it, game on here, which is Dragon Ball Fighters. I feel like they've shot themselves in the foot. It's not as hype as it was last year. Um, yes, it's oh, on the intro, tour. man. But so, so, I mean, I say that so you'll be brief. Okay, so Goichi is the guy to beat 100%. He's been winning most of what he's been entering. Do you know if Sonic Fox entered? Uh, Sonic Fox did enter, I believe. He has certainly not been focusing on the game. Right. Um, he'll beat people, and he'll beat people who you expect him to beat, but I don't think he'll beat the people you don't expect so him to Goichi beat. So Goichi all point. the way. Goichi is by far the guy to beat. Fenrich would be the, the probably the second guy to look at. There's a number of really good players who have continued to play the game. You know, in America, you've got people like Nakiel who have had on-up performances. Hooking God is still playing the game and still doing well. How has um, the meta changed with characters that have been introduced? The newest character, Kid Goku, or like GT Goku, is probably considered one of the best characters in the game, if not the best character in the game. So we should so you'll see, a lot, see a lot of him. You'll see a lot of Super Saiyan Goku. Um, so there's a lot of two Goku teams, and there's a lot of Bardock. So, I mean, you can call it a three Goku team. But, I mean, about half the game is Goku's. So those are the characters to look for. Um, expect a lot of really long box strings. Expect what you've expected out of DWFZ and... Goichi and Fenrich are very optimized at this point, so they're they're actually a lot of fun to watch, and I would definitely tune in if those guys are playing. Right on. Okay, next game. One, one little quick add-on. This just came across. Uh, Tachikawa announced that he is no longer going to Evo, uh, dealing with some health issues right now, so we wish him all the best, uh, but he will not be in the field this weekend. Okay. And um, he was one of the more interesting character players. Like He played a lot of weird characters, so it sucks. Steve, what can you tell us about Tekken 7? And Elon, if you care to chime in at any moment, by all means, I know you're also a Tekken fan. You've commentated Tekken, and you've done our Tekken streams in the past. Uh, there's a high likelihood that this is going to be some good-ass Tekken. Uh, the biggest story that everyone's going to be talking about is Arslan Ash versus Nii. Nii has been the unquestioned king of Tekken as of late, or for the most of the last two years, except for Arslan Ash. Beat him at Evo Japan, beat him at the the last tournament they played in. He's just had his number. Um, they are on path, if they both win out, to meet in Winterside Top 8. However, it's going to be a tough road for Arslan Ash. Uh, once he gets into Top 28, assuming everybody wins out, his potential path includes Gen. Uh, who is that Japanese player who just got signed to Liquid. He's been doing some really good work. Uh, one of the Equinox fellas, or one of the Equinox players, either Diamondback or Color, Cuddlecore, potentially Shadow20Z, and then Naroma, just to get into top eight. That is a killer path. Knee, uh, his path isn't quite as difficult. Um, he still has, you know, he's got Chikori, he's got Cherryberry Mango uh, before he gets to top eight. But it's it sets up quite nicely for him in my opinion. I feel like Arslan Ash more likely to drop into the losers bracket than uh, than me. Um, you've got also a couple of really really killer pools uh, in the second and third rounds. Uh, potentially eight H seven twelve, which is one of the second round pools. You could have Markman versus Kudans. And Junior Twenty Z versus Ryan Hart. That that would be a tasty. That's to get into top one twenty eight. That is ridiculous. You've also got uh, in the third round the quarterfinals to get into top thirty two. You could have a pool of JDCR, 
Abaldo Maestro, Super Akuma, and Saint. You can pull those four names out of a hat and say, hey, that's the top four of a master event. No one would bat an eye. No one would be surprised for that. This is not even in top 32. So there's going to be some tasty, tasty Tekken, especially on day two, starting early and going all the way through. It's not just going to be the top eight uh, where, where you're going to see fireworks. It's going to be all day long. Is this potentially the best Tekken 7 we've ever seen? You know, every tournament, it feels like it, it feels like it's it's impossible for this game to have a bad showing. I th- I've said this before, but I feel like before every big tournament, I think, OK, this is the tournament where Tekken kind of underperforms. It, it doesn't have a great time top eight. And it seemingly proves me wrong every single time. You know, it, it's going to help if there's an American in the field uh, with the crowd, especially. Uh, and I don't know who that's going to be. Anakin, he's the top-seeded American. Everyone wants to see Lil Majin get in there, but he's got a fairly tough road. Um, you know, Shadow, it, it seems like he's always on the cusp of a breakout. Could this be the weekend? And then you've always got that surprise American, you know, Geesemaster a couple years ago. Uh, Lil Majin, not necessarily the one you would expect if you had to pick one American player. Certainly a great, great player, but um, who's going to be that surprise? That That's going to be one of the big questions. <laughs> Fuck you, Trevzor, for saying T-Hawk will be announced for Tekken. All right, next <laughs> game. You'd be excited about that, though. I'd be happy shit. But he's also trolling. Mortal Kombat 11. John? So I haven't been watching too much or following along with the Mortal Kombat 11 news, but I did go back and look through and see what some of the bigger events uh, have been, uh, well, the top eights from those and who's been winning them, and I'm not finding a ton of consistency. Uh, there have been a handful of the, uh, like I think there have been four or five events thus far on the tour, and um, so I, I went back and, and grabbed some of those results. As we know, Scar won at Combo Breaker, right? But then, have we seen much Scar at all for anybody that's been following along uh, since then? Because I'm looking at all the other top eights here from these, and I'm, and I'm not seeing his name. Which, is, I mean, like, you figure that's one of the guys to watch out for. Um, and, and I still feel like it is. But then you have, like, Sonic Fox, who is by far doing the best. He got first at CEO, and he won Defend the North. And that was recent, too, so he's the one that's kind of hot right now. Big surprise. And then, of course, second at Combo Breaker. So, yeah, no news there that Sonic Fox is definitely going to be your favorite. Um, outside of that, Hayate won at Biennality, but that's the only time we've really seen him uh, in these bigger tournaments. And uh, and then Foxy Grandpa. He's been consistent in that he hasn't really been winning, but he'll get top eight. He got fifth at um, Combo Breaker, third at CEO, and third at Biennality. And then um, Dragon made fifth at Combo Breaker, second at CEO. Tweety, third at Combo Breaker, fifth at CEO. So these guys are like, and, and that's kind of the most that we're seeing as far as consistency. So you got to go with Sonic Fox as your favorite, which you probably could have done without even looking sure. at all this stuff. But yeah, um, it, it really could be anyone. And yeah, and well, it's and, and that goes guys. for like the entirety of a top eight. We don't even know who's going to really be in the top eight. A, cu- a couple small notes. I mean, despite no real major patches the people are getting pretty good at the game and things that are abusable and things that are flawless blockable are getting flawless block nowadays and people you know 
did it in their heads and claimed it was a thing back then, but it's really changed the meta a little bit. Sorry to interrupt you. What, what does the flawless block actually give you in the game? So if you flawless block something, you can instantly reversal with a move. You can okay. either do it in like one of the one of the up moves, so like up two or up three. So a lot of flawless blockable strings either let you punish with a jab or they let you punish with an up two into a combo. Okay. So there are a lot of strings that are otherwise extremely good that are now no longer good if you flawless blocking them. People are waking up with flawless block. People are doing it during strings. Um, one major thing to look out for is that Cetrion is trending up a lot. This is mm. the character that Dragon plays mm-hmm. and that Big D plays, and she's been doing a lot better. Some characters like Baraka, who have a lot of flawless blockable strings, are doing a little worse. So I've seen some new tech. Deoxys putting out some uh, Gears tech. Yeah, like that character is also like they're finding more broken shit with that character. Right, right, he hasn't right. been patched, and so. If you're watching the game and you want to start understanding it on a slightly higher level than just what's going on the screen, the thing to look out for is there's a big boom and like it says flawless block, block and they'll do like an up move. That's that's the real high level thing to watch out for and be impressed by is when someone does, does this that. Does it still kind cost of meter? The, the follow-up costs meter. You can flawless okay. block meterlessly, but in order to do a follow-up, you have to spend meter. Usually you follow it up, but not always. Okay, there's actually four titles left, but only one major one. Sorry to say that. We'll get to the remaining smaller three titles. But let's talk about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, which is, as we've learned, the by far most entered game. Um, I got my money on MK Leo, but I'm going to hand it off to you here. Okay, so MK Leo is definitely the guy to have your money on. MK Leo is by far and away the best Joker player. Joker being the most recently released DLC character. At this point, people know what he's doing, but no one's close to as good as Leo is, so it's hard to get matchup experience. And he's just so, so, so good. And this character fits his play style. Why is he so good? So Joker is. When he gets on the field, he's in his regular form. He's okay. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like Sheik. He moves very fast. He has fast multi-hitting moves. Mm-hmm. Um, he's nimble. He's quick. He can shoot projectiles, etc. I would say he's a pretty standard character. The most notable thing about him is that when he gets damaged or when he counters a move, he gains meter. And, and just latently over time, he gains meter for Arsene, which is his persona. So he, he pulls out Arsene when he reaches a certain point on this meter and then he becomes Sheik that's as strong as Ganondorf. And he's by far the best character in the game when he has this. The only real acceptable strategy to this is to kind of time him out mm-hmm. and, and run out the Arsene meter. But Leo is just too good at chasing people down. And the fact of the matter is no one's figured out how to beat it. No one's really camped him out to the point where he hasn't been able to kill them. And that's what's dominating right now is MK Leo playing Joker. Okay. Anything else to note on Smash Bros. Ultimate? There's a lot of after MK Leo, the list goes crazy. I'd say the the next highest seeds would probably be people like Mars who plays Zero Suit Samus and Nairo who plays Palutena. Um, but really watch out for the multitude of Japanese players coming. Smash Ultimate is still pretty fresh and pretty mm-hmm. new. And outside <laughs> of a couple Japanese players who travel to a lot, we haven't seen a lot of that yet. So watch out for that, because that's where you're going to see the weird characters. That's where you're going to see the Pits, the Donkey Kongs, the D2Ds, etc. And, you know, Exciting. if you think of a weird, random, mid-tier character you like, the best player in the world is probably Japanese, and they're most likely going to be an Evo, too. And so. it's a meme to shit on Smash, but tell the audience why we should be excited to watch Smash. If that's something you think you can say. This, of the Smash games, 
has more character variety than others, I think. You can watch out for people to play a lot more quickly than Smash 4. It's still not Melee. Um, it's not going to be that fast. But I think if you liked Melee and you didn't like Smash 4, you should give this a try. Okay. You might not love it. I'm not going to promise you anything, but it's somewhere in between those two. Okay, the remaining games are Soul Calibur VI, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, Undernight and Birth. Um, if anybody wants to umbrella talk about these, is there anything to note? Anything that you think is worthy to discuss? Go for it. Uh, if not, we're going to move on. Expect Japan to do some serious damage in uh, Unist. Uh, quite a few... Uh, you know, Clear Lamp is the guy who's come over and won a lot of tournaments in the U.S., but he's not necessarily the best player in Japan. He's very good, but he's the best player that comes over. You're going to see a lot of uh, very strong players like uh, Hishigata, who's made top three at KVO each of the last two years, uh, runner-up this past year. Um, so expect a very, very strong Japanese performance. Yeah. Uh, BB, Ta- BB Tag, I can tell you, there's not... For whatever reason, quite a few of the big U.S. names aren't going to be in the field. So expect another very, very strong Japanese performance there. Right on. All right, guys. Uh, well, I'm going to toss it back to you, Steve. Do we have any, any contests that people can enter? We've got a couple contests, actually. Uh, so first one, let's talk about bold predictions. You know, we got into it a little bit here, but we want to hear your bold predictions so tweet us the the boldest prediction that you think will come true uh this weekend it could be about the tournament it could be about uh announcements it could be anything uh we'll decide which one's the boldest and that one it whichever is the boldest that comes true uh we will award a 20 dollars gift card to the pizza place of their choice (laughs) i don't even think i ever got my pizza I, yeah, I, I didn't we eat it on week. the I got show? you this week. It's all right. Um, <laughs> we totally ate the pizza on the show. That. No, I, I want another what? pizza. Oh, you won another pizza and you didn't get it? Yeah. Well, yeah, how much do we owe Donker for that? Seven. At least 100 bucks. Seven dollars. Um, Coming up. And then uh, for uh, the draft that I don't know, we'll try and get it done. Uh, but we want you to create a team of five players from different games. Um, you, you can't have multiple people for one game. Um, you can have the same person for two games, but they have to take up two spots. So if you pick like uh, Sonic Fox for MK11, uh, he, what he does for uh, DBFC doesn't count unless you also pick him for DBFC. So five players, five different games. It can be any of the games you want. Uh, you'll see you see the scoring system on the screen. Whoever gets the most points wins another $20 gift card to the pizza place of their choice. If there's a tie, we will break the tie on the show uh, next week. Uh, Let me say this. My block grab that I'm very excited to uh, get into can technically wait until next week. So if we don't get to it, I'll save it for next week. If we we need to go long, we can because I doubt Ultra Chen will be on next week. I don't know. You mean next week? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see. So, yeah, are we getting into our draft then? Let's do it. All right. What is the order of games, Steve? Um. Well, my, my thinking was you could pick any game, any player. Okay, here I go. I'm going first because I said so. 
Actually, because you were kind of right here, if I goes first. This is, I didn't even think about this that hard, so this is going to be tough. Okay. Street Fighter V, Punk. Fair enough. Who's next? Are we going uh, just to my right? Want me to get the yes. wheel? No, no. That'll no, take, that'll no take too damn long. All right, Mike, you're next. And then Steven, then John, and then me, and then Steven, then John. I feel like the easy picks are like the Soul Calibur and stuff like that that I know not enough about to make the easy picks in. All right. So I'll save those for when I need them. Um, I will go with Goichi and Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um, wait, what's Snake Style? Does that mean that we go down and it then back? It means that whoever picks last yes. picks twice. and then. Okay, so Steve, are you next? Yeah, I will go next. Uh, I am going to go with Hishigata in Unist. John? Uh, MK Leo and Smash? Yeah. I wanted that guy. You go again, John. Oh, good. Um, me and Tekken? Fuck. <laughs> Taking all my well, picks from when I beat your ass. Um, Steve? Uh, let me go Linkors for Soul Cal 6. God, that's exactly what I was going to be. Um, well, you're next. Let me, let me see the games again. Oh, I think I killed it. Let me see. Way to go. Way to kill the momentum here. This is tough, man. I should have thought about this a little bit harder. I mean, you knew that we were going to do this, but... I didn't know it was going to be this format, though. Okay, you know what? Um, I will go with, and it pains me to do it, Infiltration and Samurai Showdown. Okay, I'm next. Okay, fair. Uh, Sonic Fox, Mortal Kombat 11. All right. Does that mean I go again? Yeah. Um, That was not a good pick. uh, 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 Anakin, Tekken 7, because Star Wars. Okay, they told me that he's playing again super hard, so I'm going to go with Sonic Fox and DBFZ. Uh, I think All it's right. Steve's turn. Let me go with... For you, Efren. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Koji KOG for BB Tank. Damn it, you beat me to it! Okay, so be it. I don't give a shit. Um, John? Uh, bon Chan is a five. Ooh. Go again. And uh, I don't know these other games. Um, who's crap? Who? I don't know. Um, Kazunoko and Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Okay, Steve. Uh, I gotta pick a Tekken guy. Let me go. Naroma in Tekken. Jay Wong, Samurai Show. No, come on, man. <laughs> um, you already said Infiltration, Sam Show. Yeah. Well, then you can't say Justin Wong, Sam Show. Oh, do I have to take different games? Wait, and did you didn't you pick Sonic Fox for, or you picked Goichi for Dragon oh, Ball Fighters? Oh, I didn't realize I was doing different games. I fucked this up. Oh, get, take your picks now. I guess you sure did. Pick All right. Game. Okay. So, so I'll take off you, my. I'll give you Justin as your third pick. No. No, he already picked Justin. Okay, he already so had I a Sam Show pick. Okay, so I will take off Justin then. Okay, I have to screw this. I, I screwed this up. I'll go last. Fuck it. I, 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 no, no, no. No, take your time. Pick somebody. Here we go. So who do I have then? I have Goichi. Goichi and uh, Infiltration. <laughs> okay, so I should just pick twice right now? No, you'll yes. pick once and then it goes to me, no? 
Now, well, because he 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 had three picks for DB or for uh, repeats or two two repeats. So th- it, this gets him back on track if he picks twice. Okay, fine. Okay, I will pick Clear Lamp for Undernight. Even though people say he's not the best, I think he's got a lot of tournament experience and wins a lot. And I will pick Mars for Smash Ultimate. So does that mean that Justin Wong is still open for Sam Show? Yes. Uh, yes. Then that's my pick. And now, so I have four. I have one more to go. Yes. You have one more pick. Have I picked anybody for Super Smash? I don't know anybody other than Kevin no. that's doing well in Ultimate. Yo. Um, the Buzz, Nairo, Glutoni. Let's go with Nairo for Smash Bros. Okay. And then I'm out, right? Yeah. And then, Mike, your last pick. Okay. Um, the smart thing would be to pick a BB tag or soul caliber player, but I do not know enough about those games. He already picked Koji KOG took my pick for BB tag. Who won Evo last year and BB tag. Take your time. No, let's uh, wait and uh, watch. Um, I was planning on it actually. Um, I will. Is Hey Ho going? Uh, for BB tag. Yeah. Uh, let going, me list off the him. top seats real quick uh, once they come up. Yeah, Tokido oh, is still unpicked. Base, Kiame, LTL. Oh, I'll pick Kiame. Oh, Kiame, BB Tag. Kiame. That's, That's a good pick. pick. Okay, Steve, and then John, and I think we're done. I am going to go, and I can't believe he's not picked. Tokido, SFV. John, what you got? Um, is, is Flux a good pick for cross tag battle? Probably not a top top pick. Who's this Oosh or, uh, for Unist, um, the number one seed? Has that been picked yet, or is that even a person? That yeah, was like... he. he uh, I, I think he got third at uh, KBO this last year. Okay, I'll go with him. All right, and then what else do I have? Samurai Showdown. I wish I take one for it, every it, game. You're no. done, dude. You're done. Oh, okay, good, cool. All right, Wait, so... I thought I did too. This no. was tough, man. The only games that I feel like they're most of the games are like Street Fighter and Tekken are just like other than knee and maybe punk. It's like no one's been consistent enough to be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's going to be points. Not at this tournament. And you're even in smash. You want to say MK Leo, but like there's like 3000 people in that tournament, you know, like he could lose. He's lost before. Okay, so Steve, remind us. So now people in the chat or on Twitter can pick their own characters, but not the ones we've picked. No, we're dropping that rule this time. It's so wide open. So somebody could we're pick my exact everybody. team. They could. They could copy yes. your team. All right. I, I wouldn't recommend it, but you know, do, you do you. Hey, why are you, you talking shit? Well, actually, no. Yours is pretty nice. Your team's pretty nice. Thank you. All right. Um, so what's left, Steve? This is my second to last show, and that's it. We're closing it out. Um, I'm saving my block grab for next week. That was our fantasy draft. Those were our uh, breakdowns of the Evo games. Ultra Chair is coming up next, and they're doing something really cool. You should definitely check that out. They have a representative from each community to talk about each game, which I think is awesome. Um, I'll be watching from home. Um, 
anything anybody else wants to say? Is this isn't this the first time you're bringing this up? This the is chat or did you... no. I mentioned it last week that uh, next week is my last show ever. I'm retiring. I'm a dirty O niner. I've been watching, and I'll save all that for and stuff for next week. Um, I've been watching Evo since O nine, um, which is now coming up on the tenth year. This is the most excited I've been as a spectator in a while. I think we have a lot of games with a lot of good players. Almost none of the games can you say this guy's going to win for sure. And the ones where you feel like they might, I think, are going to be extremely hype when it doesn't happen. This is the biggest Smash tournament of all time. This is the biggest Tekken tournament of all time. This is going to be, you know, I think, the second biggest Street Fighter V tournament of all time. I think it's the biggest Sam Show tournament the biggest, of all time. Definitely. Ever. And I think it's the biggest of most of the games. You know, like, it's huge. The good people are coming from every country. At this point, if you don't go to Evo and you're in the top 500 of a game, it's because you were sick or had some sort of other appointment. Everyone comes. It's going to be good. Watch. Watch Gen- the jump off. Gentlemen, anything else you want to say? Um, I'll watch my Twitter for anime Evo schedules. I'll try and tweet out other info as I find it for other side games. But yeah, there everything every game you can imagine is having something going on this weekend. Even if it's not in the main lineup, your your game's gonna get some form of representation somewhere at that event. Right on, guys. Elon, do you have anything you want to say, bud? Nah. <laughs> okay, great. <clears throat> this has been our Evo special for Best of Five. Hop on over to Ultra Chen TV because they have a badass show coming up. See you next week. Good night, Canada.